Furniture Fashion. This is Jimmy. Next to me is Jason Pate. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Pretty cool. We've had some good episodes. This is episode number three. We're going to call it Hearts and Minds. To everyone listening and to ourselves as well. Uh, so we've talked about the kind of the company culture and, and the perspective, you know, going into that and to the team members and, and everybody in the industry really, you know, to be successful, you know, our ultimate goal is to affect the hearts and minds. So how do you do that from an ownership level, you know, and kind of like the tree of the trickle down effect? Yeah. So, you know, I would say a lot of what we've done is, you know, we've looked to shape policy procedure day-to-day operations um and to shape our interactions in a way that you know affects people and and affects change in them uh, for example you know when you when you look at the sales force you know when you look at somebody that's in sales it's about creating relationships right i mean that's that's the biggest thing you're creating a relationship with the customer um you know, we say when a, a, a salesperson greets a customer at the door that you're selling yourself, you're selling the business, then you're selling the furniture. Right. And it's not necessarily selling yourself. It, it's it's creating that relationship and creating that trust between you and the customer that you're you're the one. Yeah. This you know, is who I am. This is who I am, and and this is what I'm about. So, you know, going in and trying to create that that environment where people understand that there's more to this thing than just, you know, selling furniture or knowing the product knowledge or, you know, working uh, the computer system, you know, it's about affecting uh, a personality and a life change to help affect you inside, you know, the, the sales team or the sales force or management or, you know, whatever department that you may be in. Um, I think a lot of what we've done is to try to do things like this, you know, these podcasts, training, um, to interject ways that we can kind of change our perspective and our mindset and the way that we would typically do business so that we're affecting those relationships and affecting that personality and that person to where they're affecting the customer uh, type thing. So. I think ultimately, yeah, <clears throat> just to add to that, you know, talking about a podcast, right? So at first the idea was kind of, you know, should we do it? Um, who would listen and, you know, the way that in speaking for you, or not trying to, but I think we're on the same page is, you know, fix one person, it's a win. You know, and we look at that a lot, you know, throughout this company is, you know, if we can, if we can affect one person, it's all worth it, right? If we can take someone from where they are to where they want to be, you know, through our leadership, mentorship, motivation, whatever it may be, you know, that's, that's the goal. And I think it, it goes back to all these things that we're talking about and we'll continue to talk about is being the best version of ourself has to show up each day to bring out the best version of the next person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know, there's there's several books that have been published on just this thing and, and over time there's been several reviews of successful companies. And if you look over history, there was one book in particular that did I think it was a ten year study and it was um good to great. And um, you know, part of the, the deal that they did there is they looked at all these Fortune five hundred companies and and they looked at the ones that were you know, successful and then the ones that were just extraordinarily successful and the ones that, that, you know, lasted over time and, and, you know, tried to figure out, okay, what was the difference in those companies? And one of the things that that book pointed out was it was the companies where the leadership 
and the ownership in the companies tried to affect the people. It right. was a, it was about the people, and they understood if you can affect the people, you can affect the business. You can if you affect the hearts and minds, you affect the heart and mind of the business. Yeah. You know, and that's a really cool thing because you know that gives you an opportunity to, you know, not only change somebody's life for the positive, but also it helps your business. You know. Um, you know, you think about even our, our sales associates, you know, we try to tell them all the time, listen, you own your own business, right? If you can get into that mentality that you own your own business and you want to change, you know, people, you know, and you want to change kind of the theory of selling furniture and you want to adapt it into your own thing, you have the ability to do that because right. you have your own business. Well, that's kind of what we want to do. You know, we want to affect people and we want to treat them right. We want to show them how... Um, they need to treat customers and how they need to change their perspective and their mindsets and perceptions of, of things so that they can, you know, better their own lives and then we better the company, you know, from that. So what better, you know, way to, to have a company than be able to affect these people in a positive way? I mean, that's that's right. pretty incredible for me. And I think, you know, <clears throat> talk about the book, you know, Good to Great and you know, and those companies that were successful are is making a difference in their employees' life. You know, that's not something you can fake, right? Because, like, you could start to, you know, have this mindset of, okay, I'm going to affect everybody around me. I'm going to make everybody better. I'm going to promote you, promote you. But eventually that, that wears off, you know. And I believe that where we're at, we truly, you know, want that, you know, not so much for the success factor of, of dollars, right? We, <clears throat> we get pumped up about seeing people grow, you know, watching – you know, warehouse personnel become a sales associate, become a manager. And if you look amongst our, our management team, most of them have started, you know, they didn't just come from managing, you know, a, another industry or another furniture box. You know, they started within our system and, and worked that way up. And, I, you know, that's always been a focus for me is affecting those hearts and minds, just like you're saying, and, and watching that growth. Um, one of the biggest things you know, when we talk about, you know, hearts and minds, you know, we want people to know it's genuine. It's not fake. You know, it's, we really want that. That's, that's where the passion is. So walking into this store and kind of walk me through your mind on it, but going into the store, I mean, when you like, how do you hearts and minds to be affected? You can't just, it, it's not the same for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, you have your footprint in the store. And so you try to make that relationship so how do you affect hearts and minds in your perspective? How do you think that you can do that? Well, I think, you know, for, for me or really anybody walking into a store, um, it's the way that you act. It's, it's, you know, what you do and how your perspective is shaped when you're going in the store. If you come in, uh, and we've talked about this on um, previous podcasts, is that if I walk into a store and I say, man, oh, these door turns, man, they're really getting us and business is down and we're in this recession, so it doesn't look like we're going to pull out for a while. Well, right. guess what? I just set that tone. The hearts and minds are thinking, man, this isn't good. Yeah. But if I go in pumped up, ready to go, showing them the positive things, which there are tons now, you know, showing them that, you know, then that changes the perspective of the store, you know. So it's in how we act, and it's it's more than just us walking in there, you know. It's, you know, um, you know, a, a, a delivery guy, you know, his perspective. Uh, walking into the warehouse in a positive way is going to affect everybody there when they walk into a house to deliver furniture. Right. Think about that. You know, if, if his perspective is hurry up, get in, get out, go, 
you know, that's going to come off to the customer, right? right? And if his attitude is more, ma'am, is there anything else I can do for you? Did we do everything you needed to do? You know, yeah. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother deal. That is affecting that person, that customer to call in and say, hey, these guys gave me great service. Here's 20 bucks, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that, and I think on the hearts and minds will show in that aspect, right? Customer service. If I were to say, you know, it's my pleasure, you know, exactly what fast food place I'm talking about. Sure. You know, and so you can kind of look at those different fast food restaurants and, you know, see what the expectation is. And if it's not there, you're kind of like, what happened? Yeah. You know, uh, somebody didn't get trained. You should have said, you know, you'll probably say it for them. Or if you walk in a place, they say, welcome to X, you know, where you're at. And so I think that the hearts and minds, you know, goes through the customer service. So we are looking for that unmatched customer service, not only to the consumer but to our team as well sure we're trying to match that well and you know another thing into that is too is is from a a leadership standpoint a management standpoint if you're trying to build a team if you're a store manager and you're trying to build a team a a team that is going to go to war for you you want a team that's going to go to bat for you and the way that you gain that is through leadership Mm -hmm. and you have to win the hearts and minds of those uh, that work for you and you do that by again showing them the way that they can earn more money showing them a way that they can change their their self for the positive you know having that atmosphere where they want to come to work I mean the bottom line is there is nobody you know in our family Chuck Nancy Chance me Courtney whoever you know that can truly make this company successful on their own right it takes a whole team to do that. So in order to do that, we have to affect other people to create that success. And and that's where this whole heart and mind concept comes in is we're trying to create a bus full of successful people so that we can go to the bus depot, let them out and let them get on other buses, right? And 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 keep loading people and continuing on. You know, if you think about it in that way, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny you know, I think about a map and, you know, not a lot of people know this and I'm probably going to butcher this, but there's this uh, theory. Uh, it's the, the Marconian theory, the Macron theory, similar to the name. Anyways, so I'm going to I'm going to give you a little knowledge here. All right. Sweet. Did you know that South America is completely east of Florida and in actuality? Did you know that? Yeah, I do. You know, you did. He's from Polk County, folks. So so listen, so on a map, when you look at a globe or you look at a map, a map has to be altered so that it can be read and so that you can see it. So when you look on a map or you look on a globe, you'll see South America right underneath, you know, Texas and Florida, you know, and all that. Same thing with Africa. Two-thirds of Africa is north of the equator. But on a map, it doesn't show that. And that is that effect of it because it has to be drawn so that people can understand it and people right. can can see it and it can be shrunk down. So I say that about that map is that, you know, we create this perception in our minds of the way things are, are right. you know, and to truly be successful, you know, we have to change that map to, to exactly what it is. And that's what the heart and mind effect is, is drawing out a map for our company, okay, and making it clear as to those directions that that, that, that we're going to lead to. Right. And that really starts, you know, with 
at, at the, the lowest position. You know, it doesn't start necessarily just at the highest position. It could be anybody in the company. Right. You know, just changing the, the, that perception and perspective so that, you know, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, that, I think that's so good. And I, I think that, you know, there's different paths for everybody, you know, within the company without, and I've said before that, you know, there is no young and paid company without everyone, you know, in this company. Because even if there was customers, if there's not an employee to, to greet them and take care of them, there's no success. And, and I think that, you know, we should want that for ourselves. Once again, like I said previously, you know, you gotta be selfish at one time in your life and that's to create a goal. And with that goal is like, okay, how do I get there? You know, and you need all these, these working parts, you know, we all like our, our parts to work properly. And so you need all these different parts inside of a company. And, and if the hearts and minds isn't at the, the top of, of the mindset for each employee, then that could be a problem, right? That could be, you know, really bad. Yeah. Um, you know, and so what we're trying to pour out, you know, and affecting that is, you know, it's just our passion. You know, we don't want a sales associate to, I mean, if they do, that's great, but we don't want a sales associate to want to be Jason Pate, right? We want them to be the best version of themselves to where they see themselves and accomplishing those goals a little bit at a time. And, and we want to help do that. Um, you know, over, you know, 53 years of the company and all the differences that have happened, you know, that's been one thing that I've seen stick in this company um, and, and see it grow. And with all the changes, you know, through headaches and things like that, how do you keep that as a, a business owner and leader of the company? How do you keep that at the forefront? Like, hey, this is our plan. We're going to stick to it. This is our morals of, of affecting hearts and minds. And, and this is the perspective we're going to go with. How do you find yourself keeping that plan? As so it starts with that first conversation or question in any problem. So anything that we're faced with, let's say there's a, a change in financing like we're going through. Question instead of, you know, how do we navigate this to where it'll be successful in the stores from an operational standpoint? You look at it from a person standpoint. How is this going to affect the person? You know, how is this going to affect the customer? You know, you start with the heart and mind question of what it's going to do and then go to all those other other issues. You think about, you know, the, the art of the deal, right? It's all about emotion and it's about how people think. It's not as much about the numbers. The numbers right. are the numbers and the numbers work themselves out. You got to figure out the person, what their motivation is and what's, you know, leading into their decisions, you know. Right. And it's the same thing with, with the hearts and minds. To keep it at the forefront, it has to be the first question you ask is how is that going to affect our, our people. Yeah, I think it's true. I think, uh, you know, our, our teams don't know this, but anytime there's a change made within Young and Paid, if it's a policy or whatever, I know that there's several conversations that take place. And then when I start kicking off to you and I'm like, hey, we should change this, whatever, the first thing that you always ask is who does it affect? And in your meaning, not you or I, you know, you're meaning the team. Right. How does that affect them? You know, is a company making out better than the person is? Because if so, we need to switch that. I think it's very interesting and I think it's a good call out because I don't think that many of our, you know, family members, so to say employees know that part, you mm -hmm. know, when there's a lot of changes happening, that is the first thing that you say and, and, you know, it's genuine, right? So that's, that's something that's on your, on your mind, right? And can you speak a little bit on that? So, I mean, different changes with commission deliveries, anything like that, you know, yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty simple, you know, for us. You know, we're not we're not greedy, 
by any means. Right. And we truly have the belief that if we, you know, become a greedy company and we do things that are better for us than better for our people, that, you know, that's going to come back around. Um, we really believe that our success has always come by, you know, taking care of our people first. And, and it's really a no-brainer. Um, you know, if you think about, you know, let, let's say just creating tenure and creating uh, loyalty with inside the ranks, you know, with what you do, you kind of have to take care of them first, you know, right. and if you take care of them, they're going to take care of you. That's just the, the bottom line. Yeah. You know, you take care of me, I'm going to take care of you. And, and that's just the thought, you know, behind that. Of course, you know, businesses have to operate, you know, businesses have different means to cash flow and they have different means of making money. And of course there's things that has to be done in a business sometimes so that it operates properly because you want the company to always be healthy. Just like, you know, we want the bad cop corporation to always be healthy. But in that there are always things that we can do to look at it from a people perspective to try to change and, and help them. There's no benefit in us making X extra by taking away X out of the commissions to hurt, you know, the, right. the sales associate. So we truly eventually you don't have the sales associate. Exactly. Right? So if you deplete it so much, then you've you've kind of reversed everything that you've built. Absolutely. You know, and then yeah. the foundation just kinda you know crumbles. Yeah. I, I think that uh you know I posted on our young and paid page this morning, you know, you either have results or regrets. And I think a lot of that is the determination of how you start and the hearts and minds, I think, could be not who we're affecting, but how we're affecting. And I think that, you know, going into it, going into it, it takes, it takes that ownership of not just owning younger people, but the ownership of like, okay, what do I make of this? Mm. And, and how do I grow this? Um, so going into that, how do you, how would you start the engine, so to say, on, on the hearts and minds? If I'm a manager, right, because we've talked to sales associates, I'm a manager, and I want to really affect my people. And and I and I mean that, my passion, you know, it's all there. But what do I do? So first off, stop thinking about yourself and think about your employees first. You know, think about opportunities and look for them. Look for the opportunities to be able to take care of them. And when I mean take care of them, I'm, I'm talking about look for opportunities where they're going to be put in a position to where something negative maybe is going to happen. Or, you know, let's say that, um, you know, they, they have some kind of life situation going on and by you stepping up and maybe working an extra hour for them, uh, so that they can go and do that, that you step up and do that, right? right? Just so that you show them that you're willing to lead from the front. Secondly, you know, the other thing is that is leading from the front. You know, when we ask our sales associates to do all of all of these things, you know, let's, you know, let's increase this, let's convert this. We need to get to this percentage. Okay, well, that's great to be said, but if you're saying that from behind the wall, that's a problem, right? So the majority of our managers come from the sales floor. So it should be no hard task to go out, out there on the floor and lead. So the one of the first things I would do besides looking for those opportunities is commit that one day, the next day, tomorrow, you're gonna get up, you're gonna come to the store, and the first thing you're gonna do is lay your stuff down on your desk and walk to the front door. Shut the door, yeah, shut yeah, the office shut door. Shut the door, shut the office door. Go back to the basics and show your people how to do it. 
You know, lead from the front, not from behind the counter. Yeah. That, that's just, that's, it's as simple as that. And once you start doing that, then they're going to start learning because they're going to watch you. And then you're going to get buy-in. Buy-in is the ultimate because then once they're bought in, that's when they go to war for you. You know, that's when they show up. Yeah. And I think, I think that's right. I think that, you know, management or any type of leadership form is that it's not so much just taking the bull by the horns and doing it yourself. It's like, okay, well, if we can't get the numbers, I'll get out there and do it. You know, a lot of law majors say, uh, well, my staff doesn't, my staff hasn't bought in. You know, I've said this before. It's like, well, you're not selling it right. Hmm. You know, if you're having this conversation, this person's been here for so long and, and they're still not bought in, then you're selling no good merchandise, right? right? So we got to find a way to dive down. I think what you said is true. It's the person. You, know, you can't think about myself. You know, as you know, you got to talk the business, you got to talk about goals, and you got to talk about their life. Mm-hmm. You know, those three things all are what we're after. You know, creating a better life, hitting the goals, and creating a better business. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's true. Uh, talking, talking to you know, just in general, right? How you as a as a person outside of the business, not trying, uh, you're trying to affect these people and, and things like that, but just being a human being, how can you take a step forward being a better person outside the four walls of a back top store? No, that's pretty easy. Start with your house, you know, start at home, start with your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, your grandfather, your grandmother that you're taking care of, your children, dogs, dogs, whatever yeah. it is, you know, become a better person inside your four walls right? We can't affect the things that happen outside of our four walls, but we reign over the things that happen in our four walls. And that not only means the four walls of a house, but the four walls of your skull between those two things called ears that we let things in, you know, that shouldn't be right. So affecting those things inside. So if you want to, you know, create that change and you want to affect that and you want to be that different person or you want to get to that next level of success, whatever that might be for you, start with the the little things at home. Start, you know, taking that time with your your wife to spend that extra time or to give her that support that she needs. Um, you know, same thing with your husband, you know, go home and, and you know, do the things that, you know, is special for him, you know, help him out. Um, you know, your kids, shut the TV off and spend a little time you know with them reading a book playing a game doing something that has nothing else attached to it but one-on-one time with with you and them you know so that's that's a great place to start in any of this and if you can start that at home then you can start bringing that to work because this is this is you know part of this heart and mind theory right so if you're getting it right at home if you change your perspective and you you are truly working to become a better person, you are going to be a better person at work. Right. It's just the way it's it's the way life is. So why not change? Why not create a culture inside of our business yeah. that affects hearts and minds? Because it's going to lead to a better life outside of work, which is going to lead to a better life inside work, which leads to what? Yeah. Success. Yeah. For I everybody. Mean, <laughs> that's so, I mean, and honestly, like, I mean, you just got to get better at being better. You know, yeah. there's no, uh, there's no successful evil man, right. Mm-hmm. Or woman, right. That's running a, a multi-million dollar business or billion dollar business that everyone's just like, oh man, that guy's 
complete evil. Nobody would work for him, mm-hmm. right? Nobody would believe in it. So it does truly take the person. And I agree. I, I think that it starts at home because uh, if, if your home life is a mess, you know, then your work life will probably be too. And I have a bad habit of saying coming to work, you know, but if you're broke, come to work. You know, if, if, if you're having marital issues or relationship issues, come to work. You know, all those things come to work. And what I mean by that is not a greedy standpoint, but it's like we should have the ability to change that that atmosphere. And if we can get you out of the negative space, maybe work is, maybe it's reverse, right? Maybe work is the positive that, that does impact the home life mm-hmm. in a good way. And you can see like, hey, this is how we should talk to people. This is how we should handle differences and, and be able to come home to that and, and change it. But I 100% agree. I think it starts at... At home, but it has to be the person, right? So you can't make me be better. You can tell me that I gotta get better, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and I can bounce things off of you. But ultimately, you have to make that decision for yourself, right? And so, what is uh, you know, continuing that hearts and minds? You know, what is the biggest inspiration, you know, that you have in your life um, that you think we've gone over the perspective, we've gone over, you know, kind of the company culture and, and where you've been, but. What's the biggest inspiration that just like an aha moment of, you know what, I got to affect 103 employees? Um, you know, I wouldn't say that I had just, you know, one specific aha moment. I think it was, uh, for me, it was a multitude of, of things. It was uh, a period of time of just, you know, seeing, um, y- you know, like just a lot of the the things that's happened in the past couple years. So, you know, when COVID hit, when all these changes came to the business, it it became a very negative time. Mm -hmm. And it became a negative time for everybody and affected everybody emotionally. You know, I mean, there, there are, you know, legitimate cases of depression and stuff that came from COVID and people being locked in their houses and all of that. And, You know, what I started noticing in and of myself is that through the news, through social media, whatever it was, you know, I was getting all this stuff fed to me and it was creating a mindset and it was taking me back to that, that perspective that I used to have to where it was like, I don't want to deal with these people. I don't want to go out in the world. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, be out there. You know, it looks according to the news, I'm going to, you know, walk into the, (laughs) yeah, the grocery store and zombies are going to attack me or either, you know, I'm going to get knocked in the head by people riding, you know, I I don't know what's going to happen. So I, I started seeing all that and I realized at one point that we have to, we have to change as a, a, a culture. And we have to change as a a company and we have to change as people. We have to promote a a positive outlook on things within our immediate control, within our four walls, right? Right. You can't control anything else. That's right. But I can control the four walls of a Badcock store, you know? So it was seeing all that stuff, seeing all that negativity, seeing all the, the garbage in politics, seeing all of it. You know, that I said, you know what, that is creating this, this, this society that doesn't need to be. And if, you know, I can change that within my four walls, then I'm doing something right. You know, and, you know, the other thing is, is I turned 40. You know, and I started looking at, oh, man, the downhill. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of you know, I'm going into the the second half. You know, and I, you know, not that 40s old or any of that kind of stuff, but you do. Really? You turn 40, and I think for anybody 
that number kind of hits you, you know, and you're like, yeah. okay, wait a minute. I, I'm not young, but I'm not old, you know, and then you, you, you start looking around, you see, you know, my dad passed away, he passed away in his early 60s, you know, I'm like, starting to do the math on that. Started attending you, a lot of funerals. Yeah, yeah, you start hearing different things and, and uh, so, you know, it was a culmination of those things coming together and saying, okay, you know, it's time for me being to, to stop being locked in to that perspective that I used to have and that, that person, that wall that, you know, I had to build up. And it's time for me to be a man and step up and do what needs to be done for the betterment of other people. And lead. And lead. Right. Yeah. yeah. Lead. So somebody, somebody had a lead, not that there wasn't leaders, but... During those rough times, I, you know, and when it hit, I remember we were standing in a store, and uh, it wasn't one of our stores, but we're at another location, and you know, Uncle Uncle Ron got on the on the news, and you know, was explaining the COVID. And we didn't know what it was going to do, but the commitment was to the employees. The commitment was to continue, you know, what we're going to do, and somebody had to step up as, you know, what's what's the direction, and not that it was, you know, not that there wasn't leaders, but during those rough times, I, you know, and when it hit, I remember we were standing in a store, and uh, it wasn't one of our stores, but we are at another location, and, you know, Uncle Uncle Ron got on the on the news and, you know, was explaining the COVID, and we didn't know what it was going to do, but the commitment was to the employees. Mm -hmm. The commitment was to continue, you know, what we are going to do, and somebody had to step up as, you know, what's, what's the direction, and not that it was, or nobody was doing, it was just you had the aha moment I think in my eyes was hey you know what everybody grab a hold of this what we're going to do and it was kind of the you know the the storm was happening it was kind of just like hey you know screw it let's go through and you know we're either going to tap out swinging or, <laughs> or tap out sitting and and we chose to fight and I think that we're better for it I think yeah. Younger Pete is better for it mm -hmm. and uh even if numbers and door swings don't account for that I, I do believe that there's been tremendous growth within our company uh, and I think as far as hearts, you know, talking about minds, I think minds are easily persuaded by the season, but I think the hearts and young and Pate have been transformed in a way um, due to your leadership and, and going through those storms. Um, so I think, I think it's great. What, uh, what else is something that, you know, you'd like to, for people to know um, hearts and minds and what you're after and, and kind of the, the I, I guess we'll close on this, but you know, what you want out of this. So the biggest thing that I ask for and want is just openness to listen. Try it. You know, try it no matter what stage or level it is or wherever you're at, just move. Just move in some small direction and and keep moving. You know, I, I, making that first step is the biggest thing, being open to it, listening and and you know, understanding that, you know, I was in a position in a place too where, you know, when I heard somebody talk positively or give a motivational speech, first thing I wanted to do was go up and challenge them to a fight and punch uh, them in the face yeah. and say, stop it's talking, fake. all that. It's yeah. fake, all that, you know, all that stuff, right? Um, but, you know, there's something to it and it is life-changing and it is um, something that I, I truly have seen you know, be able to change in me for the positive. And I know that there's a lot of people in our company that are struggling, whether it be financially, whether it be relationship, whether it just be life in general. Yes. And I know that, that if they're just open just a little bit to try and just to change their perspective, 
and dive into this a little bit that there'll be positive results not only you know at, at work but at home too yeah. and, and that's my my hope is that they'll just you know just listen just a little bit and just move yeah just open up I, I think that's key you know to a lot of the you know motivated speakers or inspiration stuff a lot of people that do think it's corny and stuff but the reason why people fall and i think so much is because something has grabbed a hold of them right because right. they were opened they they did listen you know there was a, you know god gives two ears one mouth right so i think that's what's kind of grabbed a hold of me is that i opened i started listening to things and i started thinking right because it's easier it's always easy for me to comment on somebody else well they shouldn't do that why doesn't that person leave that person why don't they just sell this you know it's very simple but until you start looking in the mirror, so to say, and start realizing like, okay, I have to do better. I have to get better at being better, mm. right? Just like I was saying before. And, and I think that if you can open your mind and listen, is the two guys just talking about how we can better you, right? At the same time, we're better in ourselves because it gives us a, a time to reflect and communicate and stuff like that. But ultimately we just want to better you. So if you were to be open-minded and we bring you these tools from all different avenues, you know, if it's videos, Zoom meetings, uh, text messages, emails, or podcasts, you know, don't laugh at it. You know, take put the ego aside and, and listen, you know, because obviously something is, is working. And, uh, you know, think about the goals that you want to accomplish and, and listen up and, and go live it out is kind of the, the goal, I guess. But uh, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. This was Hearts and Minds with Jason and Jimmy on Furniture Faction. Thanks. Thanks.